Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is another episode of Bermanology, where we talk to Ohio State recruits, commitments, and people to know around the Buckeyes football program. Today, we're talking to Brock Glenn, 2023 Ohio State commitment from Memphis, Tennessee, a four-star quarterback who chose the Buckeyes uh, this summer after an up-and-down recruitment that a lot of people didn't think the Buckeyes were really involved in. I want to talk to Brock about that, what's brought him to Ohio State, and his excitement for the future next on the podcast. Brock Glenn joins the podcast. I, you know, have been looking forward to talking to you for a while, Brock. You're a kid that a lot of people in this recruiting process of yours didn't really know how interested you were in Ohio State because it just sort of seems like your style to keep things close to the vest. When did this relationship with you and the Buckeyes really go up a notch in, in your mind? Um, so really um when Ohio State offered me, um I was kind of just looking at it and I wasn't so sure and didn't know much about Ohio State as a program, um, a city or anything like that, a school. So uh, I was talking with my coaches and they were like, just give it a shot. And I said, we take an official here. It's Ohio State. So uh, I don't think it could go bad at all. So take an official. So I decided to take an official and um, it opened my eyes up and I loved it. Um, It really was 10 times better than I thought it'd be. Um, it turned out to be one of my favorite officials that I took. Um, and it just being able to see and talk with the coaches in person, uh, really clarified a lot of things and just getting to see the city and what I'd be surrounded by. Uh, it was just, it was awesome. It was better, way better than I thought it'd be. No, this was June. I think June 8th, they offered you. That was a day that a lot of people were expecting you to be on campus, throwing the football for Ryan day and Corey Dennis. The entire week leading up to that offer, Austin Novosad, a few other guys have been in and out of town, but you didn't get a chance to make that visit. And then they still offered. What did that mean to you knowing that they had decided, hey, it doesn't matter if he's here for camp. This is the guy we want. It meant a lot because uh, there was a lot of background uh, really just saying that they're recruiting you to be a spot filler and stuff like that. So that kind of just made me feel 10 times better about the whole situation, um, knowing that they they like my film enough um, and from talks with them, building up to that, uh, and they like the person that I am. Um, so that, that clarified a lot of things um, and definitely put some confidence in my head that this is real. Now, how do you how do you fight that sort of uh, narrative? If people telling you, "Hey, it, your your position in their class doesn't matter," when clearly you're a quarterback. I wrote about this in May. Um, this this position in the class of 2023 is basically a lottery ticket for this quarterback in the class because you can walk in pressure free essentially and, and have an opportunity to really leave a mark not just on on Ohio State football but college football because that position at Ohio State is so big right now i mean it, was it hard to to block out that noise and and realize hey this is an actually really good opportunity not really um i mean i know that in this whole recruiting process there's going to be a lot of haters and a lot of people that um have their own opinion and really that's something that this whole recruiting process has taught me is that it doesn't matter what they say it's all about what you think what you feel um, and what you know based on the information that you've been given. So uh, it wasn't too hard to block them out. Uh, and I just knew that 
like you said, it's a great opportunity that you can't pass up. So um, I went with my gut and uh, I'm betting on myself. So uh, it, it wasn't hard. You know, it's easier to bet on yourself when you look at this class of 2023 for Ohio State on Rivals.com. It's the number two ranked class in the country. You have four of the top 15 ranked wide receivers in the nation committed. How have these relationships with you and Brandon Ennis and Carnell Tate and Bryson Rogers and Noah Rogers, have you started to grow those yet? Or is this still sort of a, a feeling out process? And then maybe it launches a little bit when you guys get to hang out this weekend uh, again, when Ohio State plays Notre Dame. Um, I've gotten uh, a lot closer with them. I've gotten to talk to them and I've texted them and uh, we're in a big group chat, all the commits like that. So uh, we get to talk here and there. Um, so I've definitely gotten a lot closer with them um, than I was before. And uh, they're great guys, um, great people. And I do look – I've met Brandon um, while I was on my official uh, as well as No Rogers. I look forward to – and uh, Luke also met him. Um, I look forward to getting to meet a bunch of guys that are going to be there So, because I know it's going to be packed. Um, so I really do look forward to this weekend coming up versus Notre Dame. You know, as a kid that has not been to Ohio State for a game day environment, you're going to walk into the opening night of this season, 100th year of Ohio Stadium, Notre Dame top five matchup. Do you have a sense of what this game is going to be like as a, as a player, as a guy walking in there? I mean, has anyone kind of given you a heads up as to what to expect? Well, like you've said, uh, I've never been to a game, uh, but Luke and all the other recruits and uh, Coach Corey Dennis are all telling me how great the atmosphere is and how it's going to be um, just lit up and jumping and uh, just a great atmosphere. So I'm super excited and look forward to going in there and seeing what it's all about. Um, I th I'm just ready. I'm pumped up. How has their life changed, Brock? I mean, the, before the Ohio State um, recruitment really kicked up a notch, there was a lot of talk about Auburn, Florida State, a few other schools. Uh, Ohio State, obviously, as you said, was just way different than you anticipated. But how does that made your life in Memphis and in you know your hometown change uh, since committing to Ohio State? Has it been just different? Uh, not really. I know it did shock a lot of people, uh, especially in Covington. Uh, they all thought I was going to Auburn. Um, and then shocked some of the media guys as well because they thought I was going to Florida State. Um, so it hadn't changed too much. Um, I, I have a good support system here in Covington as well as Memphis, and uh, they they all respected my decision. I may have shocked them, but they, they still respect it, and uh, they've stuck with me ever since. So it, it hadn't changed too much. And now, you know, with, with the commitment behind you, all the recruiting – stuff behind you focusing on your senior year what have you taken out of this summer i know you were at the elite 11 you were really good out there i was out in california watching that you know what did you gain from this summer to help you and your teammates this year at, at lausanne honestly uh how important relationships are uh that's the main thing this recruiting process taught me um to always value relationships uh, no matter what. Um, so I've kind of tried to apply that and then to, to my team and my teammates as well. Uh, we, we try to go eat after practice as much as possible, um, hang out, do team bonding events, stuff like that. Uh, I had a lot of my teammates stay over at my house after the commitment. Um, we always 
like I said, try to go eat. Um, so we're, we're a super close team. Uh, we have really strong relationships. Um, and then also from the lead 11, just kind of being a leader, uh, making everybody rise with you. Um, so just working hard, uh, my laws and we know what we have to do and who we have to play and all of that to accomplish what we want to accomplish. So just trying, I've just been trying to be the best leader I can be. Um, so probably um, relationships and, and leadership. Uh, how much did you know about Ryan Day before the first time you had a conversation with him? And uh, just for people out there listening, I guess one of the things that I, I'm interested in is how do you know that a coach is the real deal when it comes to the position that you're playing? I mean, obviously you're, you're a younger fellow. You, you maybe don't have as much years behind you as, as coach day does at the quarterback position, but how do you know when a guy is talking to you that he gets it? Uh, just looking at his, this is uh, uh record. I'm in dominated, uh, led Ohio state to great success, top five team each and every year. Um, I know that's super hard to do at the FBS level. So that stuck out for one, um, as well as his recruiting. He always has top five recruiting classes. Um, and then just looking at his past and recent quarterbacks, um, He's coached uh, right now, uh, C.J. Stroud. Um, God, I'm going blank. Dwayne no, no, Haskins I mean, I understand. and he, Justin he started Fields. With Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields. I mean, you see that. Do you see how you play the offense in a similar way? Do you see how you can take what he's done with those guys and, and improve yourself? I'm I'm always just fascinated by the the placement of yourself into that offense. How How do you see that? transition for you when you get there um i think it fits me perfectly so we were we had fall camp uh like four four weeks ago and i had a lot of downtime so i was watching film and i was watching Ohio state film and the more i watched it the more i just fell in love with it because i knew how well it fit me um a lot of that we do a lot of the same things that they do formations uh, and play calls and stuff like that, and just the route combos and stuff like that. Brock, so who who are you off the, the field? More Let's I talk each and every day. Uh, uh, it just hit me. Well, it's it's certainly um, one of I like in my free time. I like to hunt and fish. Hunting and fishing. Sorry. Have yeah. you have you found a spot? Have you started to look around Columbus and find a spot that you can do that kind of stuff? No, sir, not yet, but I do plan to uh, quit once I get there. Well, it, you know, Columbus is a big city, but there's a lot of rural area around it, so there's plenty of spots to go. And I'm sure if you talk to guys like uh, Josh Padilla and Luke Montgomery, those guys have places, little little cutouts in Ohio that uh, you can certainly find it. What are you most looking forward to this weekend as Ohio State hosts Notre Dame, hosts you and about 100 other recruits? What is the part of this weekend that you are most looking forward to? Honestly, just getting to meet all the guys, all the commits and all the recruits um, and just kind of get a feel for them in person, see the type of guy they are, uh, meet them and uh, just really build our relationship. Um, I also look forward to getting to see the Buckeyes play in person and uh, the atmosphere that I'll be playing in next year. So I'm just looking forward to getting a feel for 
people and, and Ohio State in general. Rapid fire here. What number do you wear and why? I wear 11. Um, I always wore number one growing up. My favorite number is number one. Um, a lot of my siblings wore it as well. But once I got to Lausanne, um, they had a good running back, a great running back, Eric Gray, who is now at Oklahoma. And he wore number one at Lausanne and uh, they retired his number. So I came in, I was like, they were like, what number do you want? And I was like, I want number one. They're like, they kind of laughed and they're like, we'll give you two once. <laughs> what is your game day, like your meal that you have to have before like a game or, or practice? Like what, what's the go-to meal for you? Um, I, it's not really game day, but the night before I like to eat, uh, like chicken or rice or something like that, some carbs some protein kind of load up on those. Um, and then the game day, our school actually feeds us. So it, there's no tradition or anything like that. It, it just depends on what they feed us. What is your hype music that you listen to when you're warming up? Uh, I have a I have a playlist. Um, it's rap. Outside of that, I listen to country um, mainly, uh, rap too as well. Uh, and I like I like all music, uh, but warming up, rap. Two more. What's your dream car? Uh, probably a 2019 GMC Sierra 2500 HD Denali. It's a it's a truck uh, during max. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> so, so, so that leads in perfectly to the next one. NIL is obviously a huge part of college football. Now, have you started to look into, or do you have a list of like dream companies that you'd love to have deals with in a relationship with once you get to college? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I do. I haven't really started to look that much. Uh, cause I know in Tennessee, it's not allowed for us yet until after we graduate high school. So, uh, some dream ones would be like Nike, um, Gatorade, uh, maybe a couple hunting brands and stuff like that, or probably GMC as well. Well, I mean, you got to get that truck somehow, right? Yes, sir. Well, look, man, we really do appreciate you. I know you just got done with practice tonight and, and you've had a long weekend, um, you know, big, big week ahead. And obviously your first trip to Ohio Stadium uh, to see the Buckeyes in person play a game. So Looking forward to seeing you there on Saturday night in Columbus and really appreciate you, Brock Glenn, for, for taking this opportunity to join Bermanology on the podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I'm blessed. No, no problem at all. That's Brock Glenn. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology. Thank you for watching. We'll catch you next time.